This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, I think we have an answer. We have a couple answers to the, the big questions surrounding Brian Walsh, the accused murderer of his wife, who's being arraigned as we speak in Quincy Court in Massachusetts. Uh, everyone's wondering, can you can you have a murder conviction without a body? And I'm going to tell you right now, the answer to that is absolutely yes. That's the good news. You can absolutely convict someone for murder without a body. It's been done before. There's a, a few examples, including in that very uh, uh, district court. But I also think the answer to that is has just become clear from this hearing, from this arraignment in court as the DA reads off the evidence that we didn't yet know about. We knew there was a lot of evidence against Brian Walsh, accused of killing his 39-year-old wife, the mother of his three sons, Anna Walsh. Um, we knew there was a lot of evidence against him. We knew there was a hatchet and a saw and blood and a knife. We now know there were two knives. Took him two knives, apparently. There's blood in the basement. There's his uh, attempt to uh, mislead the police, his lies about when she went missing. But I'm going to say this. as I'm not a legal expert. I'm not a, uh, a lawyer. But here is the, uh, here's the answer to the question. Can you convict someone? for murder without a body? My answer to that is yes. When the answer, when the evidence includes internet searches, such as, are you ready for this? These are the latest, which we just learned in court this morning. We know we searched how to dispose of a 115 pound woman's body, which to me was enough evidence right there to convict him and execute him. If only we had the death penalty, we don't. He cannot be squeezed to plead to first-degree murder because uh, he's facing life in prison either way. Uh, That's uh, uh, one obvious reason why you need the death penalty. But this is the list of other Internet searches that criminal genius Brian Walsh made after killing his wife. Are you ready for this? Quote, can an ID be made on partial remains? Uh, best ways to dispose of a body. What happens when you put body parts in ammonia? And quote. And finally, can you be charged with murder without a body? The answer to that obviously is yes. When you Google, can you be charged with murder without a body? Yes, you can be charged with murder without a body. If ever there was an example of a case where a guy can be charged, can be convicted for murder without the body of the victim, this would be it. This is the dumbest criminal in in history, the dumbest murderer in history. He should be standing there screaming out in court, I'm guilty, I did it. Just let's, let's speed this up. Let's get this over with. There are 9 million satellite trucks outside the court and lots of reporters and lots of interest in this around the country, not just uh, in Massachusetts, And again, I'll repeat the bad news. If you're a Nancy Grace type, you know, if you're a uh, true crime, real crime reporter, if you're like Kirk Menahan, this this isn't going to get it done. You're not going to have any suspense. You're not going to have a trial where we sit glued, riveted to the evidence, wondering, will a jury convict him? I don't know how you beat the rap when they have you literally searching for an answer on can you be charged (laughs) with murder? without a body. Thankfully for the prosecutors, thankfully for the family, for the friends of Anna Walsh, 
Uh, it's it's a very sad day. Um, I think we all know she's gone. She's dead. She's she was chopped up, sawed up by her sociopath husband. But at least there is no chance, zero chance that he beats the rap. This is not uh, going to be Casey Anthony. This is not going to be O.J. Simpson. This is going to be a, a guy convicted in about 10 minutes. Now, he is not the type to take a plea to throw himself at the mercy of the court to beg forgiveness from uh, from his 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 God his 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 community his family his friends. I don't think that's going to happen because I don't I don't even know if this is admissible in court. But as we learned last week from one of his father's friends, he was institutionalized in a mental hospital in Western Massachusetts, and he was diagnosed as a sociopath. If you're wondering how a man could do this. This is a sick bastard. This is an evil bastard. This is a guy who made his living. As far as we know, his living was scamming people on the internet. He used his wife's eBay account to sell a fake Andy Warhol painting. He was convicted. He was waiting sentencing on that charge, on that conviction. He had an ankle bracelet. Somehow it didn't stop him from going to the North Shore to visit his mother and we believe dispose of the body he tried to, he did dispose of uh, bloody cleaning supplies and, uh, and, and all the stuff he used, the hatchet, the ax. When, uh, when he went up there, he dumped them in a dumpster. They were found in a, uh, uh, whatever they call that, they dump an incinerator uh, where, they, where they found all this evidence. I don't think you could have more evidence. I don't think you could have a better case. Obviously, you would like to have closure if you had her... Uh, her body. Um, if you do find her body, it's certainly not going to be in one piece. Oh, and by the way, he shut her phone off at 340, 3.30, 3.40 in the morning on New Year's Day. So I think when it all comes uh, clear, when we when we have a, a, uh, a clear picture of what went down, it'll be a New Year's Eve, a drunken New Year's Eve fight where the psycho, the sociopath, I don't want to say snapped, but uh, uh, killed his wife and then uh, furiously tried to chop her up and dispose of the body and left all kinds of evidence. So this case is going to be over soon, whether they find body parts or not, because you can't have, you can't find, you will never see a case. I don't think with more evidence I guess you can try to plea to second-degree murder and say it was a crime of passion, but it sounds like he did a fair amount of planning, uh, <laughs> and he certainly did a lot of planning to cover it up. So I expect this load, this creep, this psycho to do uh, do life, and it's not going to be pleasant, I don't think. Not going to be a pleasant time in, uh, in prison for the rest of his life for this 40 was a 48 year old scumbag three little boys though out there and uh, in state custody right there right now apparently there's a couple of family friends a few neighbors who've already uh, submitted applications to adopt the boys to keep them together i guess that's the good news they don't have to live with this with this evil bastard anymore um wouldn't it be interesting to hear maybe maybe the the oldest of the children could uh, talk to the cops and tell them uh, 
what a psycho their father was their, and, and how he acted after New Year's Eve when, you know, he claimed his wife was missing. But uh, this is not going to include a whole lot of suspense. Today, it was pretty methodical. The DA just ran through a list and every single item was just jaw-dropping. It is just stunning in how stupid and how 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 poorly planned the crime and the cover-up were. So I think that'll about do it. We're, we're just about done here. Oh, and by the way, the one piece of evidence that was allegedly, supposedly, like in his defense, in his help, his case, with the was a champagne bottle with a note, allegedly from Anna saying uh, we had a great 2022. His his looking forward to to great things in 2023. And I heard one legal analyst say, you might want to look at that real closely. It's probably a forgery. So he probably wrote it like in his own writing, you know, maybe he signed it with his own name. He's so stupid. But if that, I don't even know if that qualifies as uh, exculpatory evidence or certainly evidence that would help the defense. It's probably a, a forge, a, for, a fraud, a forgery. Uh, yes. Yeah. Brian Walsh is 47 years old. So he's got another 40 years of, uh, of confinement where I'm sure he'll meet some, some good friends, some dear friends, and they will love the, they love those love handles in prison. I, I think they're going to love SBF who'll probably do about six months because he's got such powerful friends, but Brian Walsh will spend the rest of his life in prison. And I don't think it'll be pleasant. That's the good news. That's too good for him. He belongs uh, with a uh, hot shot with a needle in his arm. This is a perfect, a perfect case for the death penalty. Uh, when you have the guy 100%, uh, you have him. He's, 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 he's the guy. He's the killer. He's the murderer. He's guilty. He should be executed. Sadly, here in Massachusetts, we don't do that. No, that would be cruel. A guy who chopped up his beautiful young wife, it'd be too cruel. Be be un, unfair to poor to poor Brian Walsh, but uh, fortunately, he ain't beating the rap. He's not even going to try. I don't even know what you do now if you're Brian Walsh and you sit down with your lawyer today. What is your defense? <laughs> I guess you say it was an accident. You know, you had a fight, and you I don't know. You pushed her down the stairs by accident. What else do you say when you're uh, in court? making your case. I don't think there's a lot of options, but, uh, it's, I, you know, again, I'm no legal expert, but if I'm pretty, somewhere in a law book, it says when you Google how to stop a body from decomposing, that's as good as a guilty plea. That's as good as, uh, uh, uh waving your arms and saying, uh, I did it. Yes, I did it. So, there's no body, at least not yet, but that doesn't matter. If there's a precedent, there is. There's, there's been plenty of cases that people be convicted without a body. This would be it. This will, this will be the blueprint if you, you want to know how to convict someone without a body. But uh, we will uh, let you know if there's any new developments. But that is about it. That list of things he Googled is all I need. <laughs> Can you beat a murder rap without a body or whatever it is? <laughs> how do you not know? I mean, I'm no uh, computer genius, but how do you not know they look at those things? I think he did it on his son's iPad. 
Oh, so (laughs) did he think that was going to throw them off the scent? They'll never check. Uh, You know, I didn't do it on my laptop. I used my son's iPad. That's the thing, too, is there's so many murder documentaries out there right now. And half of them, I feel, end with them going in the the murderer Googled how to get rid of the body. I mean, it's not like it's new. This little Google thing, the Google machine is not brand new. This is not unprecedented. And you actually type in, can ID be made on partial remains? (laughs) Right there, he's literally telling you that he chopped her up. He cut her up. Not that we didn't know that. And what happens when you put body parts in ammonia? (laughs) Oh, good break for the uh, police down there in Cohasset and the state police and the FBI and everyone else who's working on it. you can take the weekend off. <laughs> your, your job is done here. So, and all those trucks and all those, I just watched the whole thing live on, on uh, Fox news or CNN. They were covering the hearing live. They were hoping, I guess, that there'd be some uh, intrigue or some uh, moment that would uh, make this whole story, a new twist to the story, but there are no new twists, just more evidence that are uh, that is overwhelming and is indefensible and i think it's time to talk about a plea i'm not sure what the plea would be maybe you let him i don't I, you let him have his own cell in uh, solitary for the first uh, 5 years or something so he doesn't get abused but uh, i don't know what the what he could even ask for in a deal uh, clearly his first degree murder Clearly, there's all kinds of aggravating circumstances where he's disposing of a body, misleading the cops. So we're done here. Enjoy your time in in, uh, the big house, Brian Walsh. And uh, we move on on this Wednesday, January 18th. Man, we got a lot to get to. It's going to be tough to jam this into 53 minutes, Ironhead, but we can do it. Uh, we got we got Joe Biden embarrassing himself again, saying stupid things, saying the stupidest thing he ever said again. We have the Department of Justice uh, making one thing clear, no, no, doubt, no doubt anymore, they're in the tank, they're working for the Biden administration, they're going to do their best to make the uh, classified document scandal go away. I have a question for my friends who think, you know, global warming, climate change is real and it's going to kill us all. Don't you feel silly when you see the histrionics, when you see the, uh, the drama unfolding in Europe, in two places in Europe, and uh, we'll get to that. And we have a real hero in the NHL, uh, a real hero on the Philadelphia Flyers, refusing to wear the pride jersey. That's what qualifies as courage in 2023 and make no mistake about it. And uh, if you wondered who the dumbest guy on cable news is, I think we removed all doubt. I, I would have nominated him anyway. I've pointed this out many times. He's had a 50 year career in, in the news business. He's made, I don't know, tens of billions of dollars. He's fabulously wealthy. He owns an Island off the coast of Puerto Rico. He drives a Rolls Royce or a Bentley. He, he, he tools around in a Hinkley and, and shows you pictures of it. But he is he is dumber than anybody who's ever appeared on cable news. That would be one Geraldo Rivera. We can uh, show you that, play you that on just how dumb. I, I like what he's on, by the way, because he's good for a laugh. He's so dumb. He's supposed to be the token liberal. He's supposed to make the case from the left. And he just can't do it. He's just 
not that bright. But I think we should start in Europe because this is big. This obviously, you know, if you have half a brain, you realize that uh, for the most part, the climate crisis, the climate panic is a hoax. It is indeed a way to wrest more control, more money from uh, from the people and uh, put it in the hands of the elites. I don't even, I don't even, I can't even believe they do this, this World Economic Forum uh, at Davos, the summit every year in Davos, because it's almost like some kind of skit. It's like some kind of comedy skit. They put this Klaus Schwab monster, this 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 Bond villain up there in his accent to talk about, you know, that we need, uh, you know, we need to take steps to to stop global emissions and 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 and, you know, and just control the masses. Then you have this absolute clown, John Kerry. I can't believe he was ever a senator. I mean, I know uh, the Massachusetts voters are the dumbest in the country. Mm, California is probably the dumbest, but uh, we're close. We're up there. He was a senator. He was a presidential candidate. If not for the heroes who served with him on a swift boat in Vietnam, those guys, he would have been president. They are forever I mean, they're American heroes for a number of reasons, but keeping this clown out of the White House would be the top of the list. And he goes there with zero self-awareness, flies there on a private jet, tools around in a limo, and then talks about taking away your uh, gas-powered car or your air conditioning or your gas stove. And he does it with like the, the sense of this, this lack of self-awareness, this sense of, of confidence, like we believe him. I cannot believe anybody don't you feel silly if you think John Kerry's telling the truth? If you think John Kerry is indeed uh, signing, uh, uh, setting off the, the the warning bells for the whole all of humanity? But yesterday he was in rare form talking about how they were the special people. These people who go to Davos, Davos. By the way, he didn't. He he left this time, but George Soros is there. An evil man, by any definition, an absolutely evil man. There are lots of people like that, just evil, globalist tyrants speaking their minds. And and we get to see it and hear it. And some people still buy into it. What's it going to take to wake people up to this scam? It's just remarkable. You think this fraud who flies everywhere in a private jet, who has mansions and limos and 100-foot sailboats and you think that he really believes that we're destroying the earth? You think he really believes we're on the clock? And if we don't take drastic action, we're all going to die? How can you fall? For, I mean, how can anybody fall for this nonsense? But let's listen to uh, to old, uh, old Lurch here. And, his, and, and if you ever thought about, uh, you know, Botox or plastic surgery, is there ever been a better advertisement against it than John Kerry? When you look at that face and you say, you know, maybe I'll just let my, maybe I'll just grow old with dignity. This is a guy who can't grow old with dignity. I believe he's 77, 78, and he just can't let it go, retire, go away. Instead, he's going to sit there and tell us if we don't give him all our money, if we don't, if we don't just cede our, our all our lives and all our all our control to the to these this cabal of globalists, we're all going to die. 
I just, I just hope people are waking up to this. And yesterday was a big step to that in that direction, in my mind, because you have the two biggest frauds on in the whole global uh, warming uh, scam. Kerry, John Kerry and Greta Thunberg yesterday were exposed, but let's start with Kerry. We got, we got Kerry uh, just kind of making an off the hand uh, comment about how much it means to be there with his fellow globalist tyrants. And he just thinks, he just thinks it's, it's, uh, I don't know, just a, a kind of a poignant observation. Here we are trying to control the world. <laughs> Do we have that cut iron head? This yeah. just, 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 it's just so revealing. And when you stop and think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that we select group of human beings because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives, are able to sit in a room and come together and um, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial to think about, quote, saving the planet. And if you said that to most people, most people, they think you're just a crazy tree-hugging, lefty, liberal, you know, do-gooder, whatever. And, and there's no relationship. But really, that's where we are. Oh, shut up! Oh, how can people listen to that? Uh, a crazy liberal do-gooder. No, I think you're a crazy liberal con man. You're not saving the planet. To quote uh, the great George Carlin, and we played that wonderful, I mean, one of the great uh, riffs of all time, talking about this whole scheme, this whole scam, saying the planet is fine. People are effed as... Uh, George Carlin said, and explained the planet's been here for a billion years. It'll be here, you know, when we're done. We're not destroying the planet. We're not destroying humanity. It's just such a, it's, it's time. It's time for people wake to wake up and realize it is one big con game. Uh, and if you didn't, if you weren't convinced, oh, we have one more carry cut before we get to Thunberg. Listen to him again, a rare moment of candor, tell you what he wants what they want, what he and his fellow tyrants want. And it's pretty simple. They want your money. Hand over your money to them so they can uh, consolidate more control over your lives. And if you don't, you know what's going to happen? That planet's going to catch on fire and we're all going to die. Yes, give me my, it's your money or your life. That's what this 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 fraud said yesterday. Listen, you know, the State of the Union's coming up and the president's got to, you know, and I think will, will because he believes this. We got to move this because that's the only way we keep 1.5 degrees alive. So how do we get there? Well, the lesson I've learned in the last years, and I learned it as secretary and I've learned it since reinforced in spades is money, 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 money. And I'm sorry to say that. I mean, yes, technology. Yes, exciting new initiatives. Yes, organizing. Winning races politically. I mean, what happened uh, in, in the midterms in the United States is nothing less than miraculous. And it happened because young people voted. And the second most voted issue was climate. I'm, 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 I mean, I, I don't know how people can listen to that. Money, 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 money. Just want your money. And if you give me your money, they will change the temperature of the earth. 
and, and he's warning if you don't give yeah. him your money, the temperature could go up 1.5 degrees. Now, keep in mind that every prediction from these climate alarmists has been wrong for 50 years. I'm old enough to remember global cooling. We were looking at another ice age. We were all going to die if we didn't give them our money. Now it's global warming. No, then it was global warming. And then it was the ozone layer. And now it's global. uh, Now it's climate change. If we don't give him more money, give him your money and he will cool the temperature of the planet. Well, I have two problems with that one. He's a liar and a fraud and he's, he's not even smart enough to explain how that would work. And two, who cares if the planet gets a little warmer? I like that idea. It it happened all the time. It's got nothing to do with, uh, you know, your SUV or your plastic straw, but we've had climate change forever. There are cool periods and there are warm periods and it it happens. That's the way it works on earth. A a warmer planet sounds good to me. They'll tell you, oh, people are dying in sub-Saharan Africa, but they don't care about that. If they cared about that, they would allow them to build coal fired plants to, to, they would allow them to modernize, to have all the modern conveniences we, we have here in the first world. But that's one thing these people don't care about. John Kerry, Al Gore, the rest of these, hell, Seth Moulton was there, Joe Manchin. Why you would give your name, your, your time, your energy to this big scam at Davos every year is beyond me, but people do it and they lie to the world and say, this is important. We're making important decisions to save the earth. When everybody knows it's, they've, they've been lying for decades. They've been wrong for decades. At what point do people catch on and just laugh them off the stage and say, keep your hands off my SUV. Don't you dare tell me what temperature I'm supposed to put my thermostat on. Don't you dare tell me I can't enjoy a cheeseburger or steak because cow farts are going to kill us all. You liars, you frauds, you phonies, you con artists. And here's the queen of the con artists, 19 year old autistic high school dropout, Greta Thunberg. If you haven't seen this, she was at a protest in Germany against a coal mine because Greta Thunberg and her ilk are determined to freeze lots of uh, poor people to death this winter. They want to freeze lots of elderly folks to death. They want to stop coal mining, which fuels the, the electricity, which heats the homes, which keeps people alive. They don't like that. They want death. They want mass death. So we will all wake up and think that the planet is, the planet is, ang- what is it? Mother nature is angry, but check out the arrest and if you ever wondered whether it was real, if whether it was on the level, uh, Greta Thunberg got arrested yesterday, but they had to, they had to make sure all the cameras were everything. Everyone ready? They got that little stick thing. Take two, take three, everybody ready? We're going to do a uh, pretend arrest now of this worldwide icon in the global scam movement. Look at this. If you're watching along with us, three or four cops, uh, making sure the cameras are ready to roll. They're literally holding her hand. And then she allegedly refuses to go peacefully. So they have to carry her and they carry her and they're surrounded by uh, cameramen and media people walking along with them An absolutely staged phony contrived act. Like, Oh, she cares so much. Greta Thunberg is on the front lines trying to stop coal. 
these people, they, uh, I mean, she's probably stupid. She didn't even graduate from high school. She has these crazy socialist activist parents who are just pushing her out there as, uh, as she performs before the cameras. But she, they, they, they want you to think we have to stop using coal, stop using oil, stop using natural gas. And they want us to strip mine the earth for all these uh, precious metals uh, that will that we need for batteries. There's a fascinating thread. I should get this. We'll do this another day from a miner, a former coal miner, really smart guy, on just what we're doing to the earth to keep up with the demand for all the precious metals that that minerals that have to go into batteries. We're like destroying countries in the Congo. There's little child, children, you know, ten-year-old kids in the mines digging for minerals to make the batteries because we can't keep up with the demand. We have we're we're going to run out of precious uh, metal, minerals much sooner than we're going to run out of coal and and uh, oil and natural gas. But who cares? This makes them feel good. They're virtuous. John Kerry, Al Gore, they care more than you do. You you capitalist pigs. But uh, we'll get back to that. You can be sure that these people aren't going away. Uh, if, you, if you haven't watched some of the video out of Davos, it's nauseating. It's not. They had a woman saying, I don't even know what country. The people with the, the, the sitting there telling you it's time. We're giving up our fossil fuels and all that. They had a woman on a panel. They had a panel on disinformation. And it was uh, hosted by Brian Stoutler. That blob who's been unemployed for a while got a gig. He's uh, hosting a panel at Davos. On the panel was some European Euroweenie woman saying we need hate crime legislation to stop people from saying mean things on 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 uh, social media. And she said, "It's coming to America. You are going to do this." And Seth Moulton, that pathetic squish of a congressman from Massachusetts nodded along, said, oh yeah, yeah, we're going to do that too. Just like you guys do. We're going to have legislation. We're going to stop people from saying mean things about our elected officials. It's just so un-American. The whole thing, that whole thing in Davos is un-American. It's all about this little cabal who wants to control us. And it ain't about the people. Look at that blob. We're looking at this. You know what? It's time. Stoutler, uh, He's got to go uh, see the, he's got to go to uh, men's warehouse. He needs a new wardrobe. It ain't working anymore, Brian. It doesn't fit anymore. We know what you've been doing since you got laid off. You've been sitting at Golden Corral, stuffing your face. And now you look like uh, you're about to burst. You look like uh, 300 pounds of bubble gum in a balloon. You have this blob from CNN perhaps the top three purveyor of misinformation talking to the New York times, the number one purveyor about how we have to stop misinformation. These people aren't content to be elitist, wealthy, powerful. They want to control everything. They want nobody to say a discouraging word. It's scenting word. It's just amazing. All right. We got much more to get to. Let's get to Biden. We need a laugh. Although I think it is kind of funny watching the, Greta get dragged away by the cops. That's your idea. That's an idea of a protester, you know, like a civil disobedience now is, could you guys just pick her up gently, hold her hand. Maybe you could rub her hair and make her feel good and, and tell her how, how much you respect her, her courage and just gently carry her over to the police car. Okay, great. Excellent. I would be furious if I was on that police force saying it takes that many guys to get rid of her. 
Take three. Go ahead. No, no, no laughing, guys. We don't want to give it away. No giggling. No, no, don't, don't sniff her hair like Joe Biden. Come on, guys. Be gentle. Uh, it, 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 the whole thing's embarrassing. Being a cop and being under the control of these, these, these woke govern, governments is just embarrassing. But anyway, speaking of embarrassing, let me do, uh, let me get to uh, our sponsor. And then we're going to get to Joe Biden saying some really bad, uh, embarrassing things as usual, but doing something that would just was just so uncomfortable. Is there, is there a day going to go by where this guy does not embarrass the United States of America? Probably not. But first, are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings when you've finally had enough of the games government is playing with your savings and retirement, diversify into gold with Birch Gold. I know I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver and a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or a 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the code word Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Jerry to the number 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews. Secure your future with gold. Start today with a free info kit. There's zero obligation to make this request. Just text Jerry to 989898. We we never got to this yesterday. We didn't get to this. We should because I talk about this all the time. We laugh about it. It is absolutely idiotic line that is stuck in the catacombs of his, of his decaying brain that he blurts out on occasion. And you've heard it before talking about guns is you think the deer wear Kevlar vests. Now the first 7,000 times he said that line, nobody laughed. It's just stupid. Even if people laugh, they just faking it. And he just goes back to it. Like it's some kind of profound thought. Uh, This was, I believe on Monday talking about, I don't This was a Martin Luther King thing too, wasn't it? And somehow he goes off on guns again and how if you want to fight revolt against the government, you need F-15s. You can't do it with just AR-15s. And it's just, he's so ignorant when it comes to the whole gun debate. He just, he can't help but fall back on these, these canards from, from years gone by, things that have been debunked about, about magazines and, and about, uh, about the AR-15. We'll we'll get to that, but let's listen to him just spewing the most mundane, innocuous, just gibberish as he tries to go on the offensive again against uh, guns. Go ahead. I'm going to get assault weapons banned. I did it once. I'm going to do it again. There's no social redeeming value. Deer aren't wearing Kevlar vests out there. What the hell you need a assault? No, I'm serious. And ban the number of bullets that go in a magazine. There's no, no need for any of that. I love my right-wing friends who talk about the tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. 
Give me a, if you need to work about taking on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an AR-15. I'm serious. Think about it. Think about the rationale for this. It's about money. Think about it. We'll bomb the crap out of you guys. You have no chance in fighting the government. <laughs> it's, it's so, I mean, I want to go through a couple things. First of all, the Kevlar vest thing is just so stupid. Uh, secondly, um, uh, AR-15 has so no social redeeming value. I don't know. I got the Constitution. Does it mention social redeeming value that your weapon has to have social redeeming value? <laughs> and you know what else it doesn't mention? The need. It doesn't say you get to have a weapon if you have the need, but not if there's no need. That's not you have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to a weapon. You don't have a right to, to if you really need it. Uh, thirdly, you know that thing he just mentioned, the Tree of Liberty, uh, which he's fallen back on uh, uh, many, many times. The uh, uh, Tree of Liberty, what did he say, is uh, watered with the blood of patriots. Yep. You know what he left out? Uh, I'm going to get the exact. I'm going to get the exact uh, quote. Tree of Liberty, Thomas Jefferson quotation. I'm pretty sure this is correct, but. Uh, the tree of liberty is watered by the uh, blood of, of patriots and tyrants. He left out the word tyrants. Oh, isn't that interesting. Why would you leave out the word tyrants? Third, I don't mean, thirdly, fourthly, whatever. Um, he says, if you want to take on the government, you need F-15s. Let me check my history because we just lost a war. Like a year ago, a year and a half ago, we surrendered to the Taliban. We handed them $85 billion in advanced U.S. weaponry. Mm-hmm. I, they didn't have any F-15s until we lost to them and gave them ours. We lost to a bunch of 13th century goat herders, you know, with AK-47s. Uh, we lost to them. We surrendered to them. We left. We, we turned tail and run and, and gave them all our weapons. Those people didn't have F-15s. Those people, all they had were rifles. All they had were ARs and AK-47s, pretty much, and explosives. They didn't have F-15s. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like he's threatening. You think you're going to get a little uh, you uppity on us? We're going to come at you, you know, you you uh, patriots. It's just, he's so, I, I'd say he's, uh, I'd say it's offensive, but he's so ignorant. It's, it's beyond words. He's not just corrupt. Let's be honest. The scary thing is he's not just corrupt. He's dumb. He's just dumb. And he's embarrassing. Let's get to uh, the yesterday's uh, festivities. They honored these uh, Golden State Warriors. It was basically a celebration of uh, communist China. These are it's a room full of the biggest enablers of communist China, the biggest supporters of genocide and concentration camps. That they, these 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 people. That's one thing they they had lunch and they sat down and talked about how wonderful communist China is and how those damn Uyghurs they better get get to work making our sneakers and uh, you know our iPhones. Those those uh, those Uyghur Muslims. But uh, I don't even know what precipitated this. I just saw it and cringed and looked away. Joe Biden tells Kamala Harris to take a knee 
take a knee. Now, if you know how Kamala Harris, you know, advanced so quickly up through the ranks in California politics, you would agree this is pretty uncomfortable. Uh, why did he want to, do you even know this? Why did he want her to take a knee? I don't even get it. And normally I'd be like, so you're not blocking people in the picture, but they're all six, eight. So like, that's not an issue. I have no and, idea. And so so she, I think, I think you're right. Like she was in the front row and you know, you take a team picture of the people in the front row generally kneel. And to her credit, I know we do this a lot, given the Kamala credit, we got to give her credit. She said, I'm not doing that. I mean, she's not that bright, but she's not as dumb as he is. And she knows how bad this would look if she took a knee. So she says, not me, Joe. You can if you want. What does Joe do? He takes a knee. This is so, it looks so bad for a number of reasons, but that's why people, lots of people, millions of people soured on the NBA, mostly the NBA, but also for a brief time, the NFL and and uh, baseball. We'll get to hockey, by the way. We'll get to the NHL. But taking a knee in front of the Golden State Warriors, in front of Steph Curry and Steve Kerr, a, a couple of big, uh, big fans of uh, BLM and Antifa, and big fans of the CCP. It just looks so bad, but he does it anyway. Go ahead, play it. If you're not watching along, he literally turns around in front of the whole team and takes a knee. I don't get that reaction at all. What is going on there? I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. It's just, it's just so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Update. The, uh, the FBI will not be raiding Joe Biden's many properties, many homes, his offices, looking for more um, classified documents. That only happens to Republicans. That only happened to Donald Trump who kept his stolen documents in a very secure location with secret service protection. One spot, one place. Joe Biden's have been found in three different places, none of whom was protected by the secret service, none of which was particularly secure. But uh, the wall street journal reported uh, this yesterday. uh, The justice department considered having FBI agents monitor a search of Biden's lawyers for classified documents at his homes, but decided against it, both to avoid complicating later stages of the investigation and because Biden's attorneys had quickly turned over a first batch and were cooperating. Okay, great. They turned over a batch. I'm not sure what choice they had, but so they turn over one batch, they find a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and you say, no, we don't have to search. They'll take care of it. As I've said many times, Lots of people on my side think that Joe Biden and and Merrick Garland and the whole bunch of them, Barack Obama, Susan Rice, Ron Klain, care about optics, about image. They don't. They know this is a double standard. They know the idea that the Department of Justice would allow Biden's lawyers to conduct the search. Gee, they don't have a, a bias it just shows you that they know there's a double standard. They know there's a two-tier justice system and they don't care. So they're going to keep looking, but it's his own lawyers. <laughs> Forget the fact that it's the president. Under what system of justice would that make any sense that you have a guy's own lawyers look for documents he stole when he left office? It's just bizarre that they don't even pretend uh, 
Instead, this is uh, more from the Wall Street Journal. The two sides agreed that Biden's personal lawyers would inspect the homes, notify the Justice Department as soon as they identified any potential classified records and arrange for law enforcement authorities to take them. Uh, Those deliberations shed new light on how the of Biden's team efforts to cooperate with investigators have helped to avoid more aggressive actions by law enforcement. (laughs) So you keep classified documents in a garage, an unsecure garage to which your crackhead son has access. And your crackhead son is dealing, doing dealings with all our adversaries, Russia and China, Ukraine and Kazakhstan, the, the, the most blackmailable, unsecure, out of control person in the friggin' country has access to it. And you say, you guys take care of the search. Your lawyers, they take care of it. We'll be here if you need us. This system is so corrupt. They're not even pretending anymore. One of the good things is they're making cringe at John Pierre really uncomfortable. They're, they're turning on her and not because they're going to turn on Biden. Of course, the media is going to be there to help when they can, but they're getting very frustrated because the incompetent joke of a press secretary is uh, not uh, answering their questions. Oh, and she's talking in circles and of course she's lying to them and they're getting a little frustrated. Who do we have yesterday? There were a couple moments yesterday where she was getting grilled is this the uh, woman with the glasses from, uh, I don't know, NBC or CBS? No, this is uh, her just saying that they've been forthcoming. That's all. I just put this up oh, while yeah. you're talking. So, about so I guess, you know, she, and she said it over and over. But one of, the, one of the reporters said, you told us 15 times that the, the story was that they were done. The search is complete. And 10 minutes later, they find a whole new batch of stolen documents and they're getting frustrated, but let's listen to the inept uh, press secretary try to weasel her way out of this. Go ahead. Uh, on Friday, you stood here, though, and were asked about these documents issued by our council 18 times. At that point, the president's lawyers had found these five additional pages of classified documents. So did you not know on Friday that those documents had been found when you were at the podium? Or are you being directed by someone to not be forthcoming on this issue? I'm, I have been forthcoming from this podium. What I uh, said yes to was what the statement at the time that we all had. Right. You all had the statement uh, and I was repeating what the what the uh, council was sharing at that time. Jen Psaki was so good at her job. It's not even, it's not even yeah, funny. She was a much better liar. But this woman's just not bright. I know she went to Columbia, but I can't imagine how she got in. But, uh, you know, she's checks. There's never been a person who checked more boxes. She's black. Uh, she's, I don't know what it is, Indian, not Indian. Or, I don't know, some other, she's got all kinds of you know, different, diverse background. She's married to a woman. The woman worked at CNN. So she's connected to the mainstream media. She's, she's gay. She's black. She's dumb. She's perfect. And she's, except for the fact that she sucks at the job, she's perfect. She's a perfect Biden hire. But, uh, all right, we'll just wait. We'll just wait for Biden's lawyers to keep searching. You know, we should do that. Why don't the cops in Cohasset just let Brian Walsh's lawyers search for the body? <laughs> Wouldn't that make sense? It's true. Hey, let us know if you find any body parts. We'll be over here if you need us. You know, because he's been so cooperative. Just you search. You let us know if you find anything. 
Well, it's the dead of winter, but that doesn't slow down Shea Concrete. They've got a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great values with designs that will fit your home. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the talk of the town, the envy of the neighborhood. Shea will take care of all this. They remove the old stairs. You don't want to have to do that yourself. When they're done, you'll have a great looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's not an expense. This is an investment in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you get a brand new front entrance. Go to SheaConcrete.com to learn more. Also, you can go there and look for a job. Right now, Shea is hiring. They've got between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, let's move. We got to get to this NHL story. This is amazing. We should mention uh, the NHL is if you haven't been paying attention and lots of people haven't, the NHL is the most woke league. It's, it's, you know, worse than the NBA, obviously worse than baseball, football, maybe the WNBA is more woke than the NHL, but somebody in uh, Gary Bettman's office decided we are going all in on this woke nonsense. And uh, we've, we've mentioned it before. They, they, they sponsored a trans league, a league just for transgender people. That's where the transgender woman, it was in Wisconsin, the game. Uh, and it was a, it was a game between transgender players on both sides and a transgender woman. In other words, a man laid out a transgender man. In other words, a female just, just, I think KO'd her all right on the ice. Uh, it was a big deal about I don't know, a month, month and a half ago, but, uh, and this was last week. Ron DeSantis, Florida governor, blasted the NHL for hosting a discriminatory job fair that only allows certain groups of people to attend. This was in uh, advance of the NHL uh, All-Star festivities, which will be in Fort Lauderdale. They had an event called Pathway to Hockey Summit, and it was a job fair looking to hire people to work in the NHL offices or work in the league. Quote, participants must be 18 years of age, based in the U.S., and identify as female, black, Asian Pacific Islander, Hispanic Latino, indigenous, LGBTQIA+, and or a person with a disability. In other words, no white men need apply. (laughs) Yeah, female too. So they had a job fair. They're looking to hire people but you couldn't be a white guy. This is the NH friggin' L and DeSantis immediately came out with a, uh, his, uh, his press secretary, Brian Griffin said, discrimination of any sort is not welcome in the state of Florida. We do not abide by the woke notion that discrimination should be overlooked if applied in a politically popular manner or against a politically unpopular demographic. We are fighting all discrimination in our schools and our workplaces, and we will fight it in publicly accessible places of meeting or activity. God bless Ron DeSantis. Man, he is, sometimes it feels like he's alone out there fighting back against this insanity. But the NHL backtracked and said, yeah, we'll still, we'll talk to white guys too. So they're going to have the job fair. And if you're a white guy, which let's be honest, most of the applicants, most of the fans, most of the people who support the NHL are white guys. 
but they don't care. They're going all in on this woke crap and they're big time. They're really committed to the, you know, pride, gay, lesbian, LBGQ, everything. So this happened last night, yesterday. Uh, where is it? Philadelphia Flyers uh, defenseman Ivan Provorov. Um, Ivan, this is from, uh, what do we got here? Newsweek. Outkick has a good piece on this. It's all over the place now. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers spent part of Tuesday night's home game against the Anaheim Ducks as a way to pay respect to the LBGTQ community. One Flyers player wanted no part of it. Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov, a 26-year-old from Russia, decided not to skate in warm-ups wearing a pride jersey or using a stick wrapped in multicolored tape to honor the LBGTQ community. Provorov uh, claimed religious reasons for his absence in pregame activities, but later said he respected everybody. He made a brief statement. Let's listen. Everybody, and I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say. And that is all he said on the subject. He took questions about the game. He's a Russian Orthodox um, and just said, I respect everyone. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. He gets killed for this, as you expect. There's a bunch of, uh, let's see, one hockey writer said, the Flyers, like every team in the NHL, have LGBTQ identifying fans. Ivan Provorov just told them all he doesn't think they belong in hockey. Disgusting. Um, Ivan, this is from uh, another... uh, Another hockey writer, Ivan Provorov, was allowed to play in a game for the Flyers, the organization that was the first to say that you'll be removed from the arena if you utter a homophobic slur after refusing to wear a Pride logo. What an absolute disgrace. There's a whole bunch of, uh, uh, they shouldn't have let him play. There's a big push for that. John Tortorella, his coach, defended him. He said, with Pravi, he's being true to himself and his religion. This has to do with his belief and his religion. It's one thing I respect about Pravi. He's always true to himself. That's where I'm at. It is amazing. We've gone through this before, but you have the uh, stages of the the LGBTQ movement. The uh, uh, it begins with acceptance. They got that. They got that a long time ago. Number two, tolerance. They got that long time ago. There's great tolerance, the most tolerant place in the world, the United States. Three, celebration. Yes, we must have gay pride month, gay pride parades. We must fly gay pride flags outside the uh, you know churches, schools, embassies. And number four, participation. It's not enough. Ivan Provorov could be accepting. He could be tolerant. He could even celebrate it. You know, let's fly the flag. But if you want to participate here, wear the ribbon, Ivan, wear the ribbon. And if he says, I don't want a ribbon, I'm a devout, whatever he is, Christian, or I don't want to wear the ribbon because I don't want to. I have personal freedom. No, no, no. For that, they want to kick him out of the sport. They want to not let him play. I just wonder, what if it was, they have a lot of Catholic fans, don't they? They have a lot of gay fans. They have a lot of Catholic fans. What if they said tonight's Catholic night? It's Good Friday. We're gonna wear we're gonna wear jerseys with crucifixes on. We're gonna have put a picture of the Virgin Mary holding the baby Jesus. We're gonna put that on the center ice. 
and Jewish fan or a, or a Muslim uh, fan or player or media person or an atheist said, no, I don't want to do that. Would you say, wait, you're insulting our Catholic fans. Of course not. The, the LBGTQ mafia will accept nothing short of participating in the celebration of their sexual orientation. This is not, you're not talking about a, uh, an ethnicity or religion or race. You're talking about a sexual orientation. And if you don't celebrate it, we're coming to get you. I'm not sure what the next step in this battle is, but this is repulsive. And what Ivan Provorov showed was real courage in 2023. That's what it takes to push back against the mafia. You have to say, I'm not putting that tape on my stick. Sorry. That is an act of courage. And for that, we salute you, Ivan Provorov. And we will leave it there for today. We had we had much more to get. We didn't get to Geraldo. Can you put that down? I want to get to that tomorrow. The dumbest man we'll on cable. We will get to Geraldo and uh, we'll get to uh, my choice of another hero, by the way, a, f- a female tennis player. I'm going to tell you why she's a hero. We'll do that tomorrow. How's that? Sound good? Sounds good to me. Sounds Thanks to everyone for uh, for listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.